When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good fucking morrow, everybody. This is the darker side of midnight. I am Matt Blaze, the producer board up for the other side of midnight with Frank Marano. With me, as always, the executive producer of the other side of midnight and overnight news anchor Alex Barnard is here. I took a big fat yawn just now. Yeah, because because you're a wimp. And also joining me. Associate producer, phone screener, telephone talent coordinator, overnight sports anchor, the runway model, Kenneth is here. Fellas, it's hump day. We're almost yeah. to Friday. <laughs> almost, almost. Now, wait the a week minute. gets longer and longer, but I'm glad it's Wednesday. Now, what, do, what, are you, what are you waiting a minute about? You call me a wimp, but I, I would yeah, like... Here I we would, go, here we go. No, listen, I, how would you sleep if the apartment below you if you heard from the apartment below you yeah boom 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 like for four or five hours i'd sleep just fine bullshit you would not sleep at all it was like a fucking war zone <laughs> i would alex, sleep like a baby alex you feed into him too much i would you, just sleep you feed into the blaze i, I would sleep like a baby i would take something to knock me out why don't you do that i already do all right, why don't you take? Why don't you drink uh, some Jack Daniels? What do you want him to double no, dose I it? I yeah. literally can't. It's if if when you hear when it's that loud and like that close to you, like to the point where it almost feels like the room is shaking. Like you really can't. There's not much else you can do. I mean, you know. How right, long? It, how long did that go on for? It was like a four or five hours. Right, I want to say. And what time at like was that at? Eleven a.m. Right, because when I work construction with my dad in yeah. the city. You had to wait until at least 9 a.m. before you could start drilling yeah, it's or doing a, anything like that. It's a certain time window, right? Before. Right. So once it's past that, though, it's on. Right. Like, yeah, you're good to and, go. Which sucks for overnight people because you're fucked. Right, exactly. You have to go to sleep and they're, they're working. There's no place else you could have gone? No. When, when did you find out about this? My neighbor had called me last week. I forgot that he did, but um, oh, he, so, sa- he so said- so it's your fault. You could have gone somewhere else. No, I, where would I have gone? <laughs> your girlfriend's house? She's not there where at that time in the morning. So what? It's you don't need her easy. to be there to sleep. Alex, it's too I, easy. I got to get a little- Wait, why do you need her to be there to sleep? You don't have a key? No, I, no, I don't have a key. Does she have a roommate? She has two roommates. Uh, you don't think one, one of them, them might have been home? Go sleep with one of the roommates. No. You couldn't get, you couldn't get the key? No, neither of them would have been home, and- their buzzer doesn't work, so they couldn't. Bu- they wouldn't have been able to buzz me into the building. But Their you building's a fucking shit. So get a, so get a right. sledgehammer like they, the workers have and start smashing you on the. If it, if it does go on tomorrow, but I'm, you could have got the key from her and then sleep slept in her place. You know what is really kind of uh, sad too is that she had like she was up yesterday morning after we did this, 
And she was like, why, why don't you come over? And I'm like, I yeah, am not. See? I said, I'm not feeling so great. I'm like, I might as well just go home and sleep in my bed, you know, or whatever. And then I woke up to the sledgehammer. The sledgehammers. And I was like, boom, Jesus Christ, boom. I wish I had gone to Cali's. Yeah. See? Yeah. Stupid. Especially because, well, but that sleeping just there. Just say it. Say it. I am stupid. Well, I am stupid. But. Uh, sleeping at her place presents its own challenges. What? Well, what, what's that? What's One, the challenges there? Her bed and her pillows suck. They they both are horrible. Okay. Two, she has two windows, but only one of them has a curtain. Okay. So it's just straight so sun. straight sunlight. Yeah. That okay. No, that's that's not. All right. That's fine. But out of the two choices that you had yesterday, which would have been the better option? Callie's. A hundred. Yeah, but he said she wasn't there, so he couldn't go there anyway. I. At, no, know, she was there. I'll admit, you said just, she wasn't I'll admit there. it. You just she said that probably, she said come over she probably, after we finished. Well, okay. I, she probably would have been there. Maybe. And did you know about the construction? Like, I've completely forgot about it. Like, he, I did know about it, but I forgot. He about said it. his neighbor called him last week. Where were you? I mean, he just said it like literally. <laughs> okay, where the well, fuck then, were you the last, <laughs> for the last four minutes? Well, then are you going to go there? Where have today? you been? No. Why not? Why are you going to go there today? Because she's not awake now. She's she was only she was. She well, was awake yesterday you, and said, "Come over." I'll why don't come you down. call her and wake her up and say, "Hey, I'm coming over." Uh, yeah, that'll why didn't that'll you... go over really well. Wait, but you like, hey, listen, I need to listen sleep. Is construction going on today? Listen to me. Uh, no, I, I don't. Think, I don't think so. I think I think he said it was only going to be like one day anyway. Yeah, but, when but you, yeah, you should it, go down there and yell I, at him. I, I probably will. Actually, go yell at a bunch of construction guys. Yeah, probably will. No, you should bring a golf club, Alex. Yeah, bring a golf. But club. but I, I'll tell you, I, the the one thing you never ever want to do is wake Callie up. Why? She's like a dragon, like a yeah, devil. Yeah, it's not fun. Like the beast. You say it's not fun. She's, Why are you waking me up? Yeah, <laughs> more or less. <laughs> she's like the Exorcist. Uh it's just um, like a a, a general anger and disdain that is very. Um, not unpleasant. I Wait, hold on. Unpleasant, First of all, but... let me just say, by the way, Callie, if you are listening, Alex just called you the exorcist and Satan. Yeah, not me. Uh, no, no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't say that. I just, Boy, this I is... confirmed that yeah, he... you said it's not pretty, and I this said is... she's Satan. You said yeah, pretty much. Say this... you said not me. This is really. I gonna... was just confirmed. This is going to butter her up real well for Valentine's Day. <laughs> you just dug your grave. You got nothing, Alex. I, I you just gave her the reason shit. to give you jack yeah. shit for Valentine's. Day. Yeah, I know. Which you know, she could give you like uh, earplugs. Are you planning a um, romantic evening for Valentine's yeah. Day? Oh yeah, of course I am. When is that? Next week. It's yeah. next. Fourteenth. Uh, yeah, that's that? Tuesday. That's Tuesday. So what are you going to do? Well, uh, I mean, the big I. You know, obviously, working these hours, it's kind of hard to do, like, to take someone out to dinner or well, something you go like out that. Earlier, so I could, but I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do that also. Like, I'm gonna do, I think, the bigger event Friday evening, and you know, post Valentine's Day. No, this this Friday. Oh, this Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A pre Valentine's. Yeah, Day. yeah. I'm not gonna spoil it because she probably will listen, but. Uh, it's gonna be something nice. Oh, I see. You're saying you don't want to say what you're gonna do. Yeah, man. I don't want to. I don't want to say a what big I'm gonna surprise. do. He doesn't yeah. want to spoil it. Yeah. You're going to get a hotel room? Well, no, I mostly don't want to say it because I haven't figured it out yet. But I... <laughs> yeah, see, see, that's why he doesn't want to say it. No, I have I have an idea of what I'm going to do. I just don't want to say it because... Get yeah, roses? He can't show his hands. Yeah, I mean... Roses? Mo- mo- most likely, Dozen? Yes. Yeah. Why don't you get two dozen? Really impressive. Okay. Let me tell you what I did. My very first Valentine's Day, I had a girlfriend when I was, okay. in, when I was in college. So I was in the dorm... 
and they were selling single roses for Valentine's Day hmm. for a dollar. That's I nice. mean, I know this is like 30 years ago, but it was for yeah, a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> but even then, you know, Valentine's Day roses, a dozen roses I think back then on Valentine's Day was probably like 30-something dollars, like $35 for a dozen That's roses. It's about the same as what it is now. Is it? I thought it was yeah, more Yeah, yeah, I think it would be like 60 or some shit. Yeah. It's, it's, what? A yeah. dozen roses? Try to overprice the shit. But it, it was the fuck do you go for Valentine's shopping? Day, though? It's usually yeah. Okay, well, jacked yeah, up a little day. more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... I even knew back then, as let's see, I was 17, I guess. No, I was 18. I knew that a dollar, I was like, a dollar for a rose? One dollar? And they're like, yeah. I go, okay, well, give me 12. That's 12. It's only 12 bucks for a dozen roses. Right. That, that's a deal. So they're like, wait, you want 12 roses? They were like surprised. I was like, yeah. Give Why me, the fuck wouldn't I? Give me 12. It was like the student council was selling it for the dorm, you right. know, to yeah, raise yeah, money, yeah. whatever. And it happened to be that the guy who was the dorm director of the school his family owned a big flower business in the area oh so i was like wow only a dollar all right give me 12 and they looked at me like i was crazy and they like you to the same room because people would buy roses for different girls or guys or whatever and give them to different people i go no no all 12 to go to the same person it was my girlfriend at the time so the day that we're getting the roses I'm in her room. We're hanging out, and I know they're coming around and they're they're delivering these roses. So I said to her, "Oh, listen, I, I got to go down to my room for a second. Or I made up some excuse. I got to. She lived on the sixth floor. I lived in the on the third floor. I go. I got to go back to my room. Uh, I'll see you later before we go to dinner or something like that. Because I knew they were coming. So I go down to my room. Probably about I don't know, maybe less than ten minutes later." I'm listening on my bed. The door bursts open. She comes running and just jumps on me on the bed and is like, oh, my God, thank you so much. I can't believe Because they were like, they delivered each rose. In other words, they didn't give her like a bouquet of roses. They were like, oh, this one's for you. And this one's for you. And this one's for you. And this one's for you. <laughs> oh, so they actually made it better. I didn't plan it that way. Yeah, that's that's really good. You but that's like what a, they did. So I like was a baller. Like, so I looked yeah. like the man. Because yeah, you know, yeah, I'm yeah. 18 years old. Yeah. I was I knew enough that a dozen roses were a lot of money on Valentine's Day, and they were only selling for a dollar. And oh, I got points for that one. Yeah, you but, must have felt like king of the world. Oh, I absolutely did. But let me tell you what she did the next year. Horrifying for me at the time. Uh-oh. Horrifying. So I'm with my friend now. She was roommates with another girl that was my friend. And they were roommates together, and the two of us, so we're, you know, we're dating, whatever. So all of a sudden, it's Valentine's Day, the next year, and we're going to dinner. We get down to the lobby, and there's, I I'm, I kid you not, we get to the lobby, and this guy, a man, a guy, wearing like a heart outfit with like a big heart. Like, picture if somebody was like an M&M candy, and they had the M&M suit. But this was a heart. It was a guy. And he goes, are you Matt and Sasha? Sasha was my friend. And we're like, yeah. And he goes, oh, well, this is for you. And it was like a singing telegram. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. And what, what did he in sing? the lobby. Dude, I have no idea what he's saying. Because I hate this kind of stuff. You know? And yeah. people that knew me, they were like, wow, I, we've never seen you like embarrassed. 
Because to me, that was an embarrassing thing. At that age, yeah, now I, I wouldn't be embarrassed at all. Now I'd probably like dry hump the guy or something <laughs> and make it funny. <laughs> but now, but then I was not like that. And I was like, oh my God, this is like a total nightmare right now. Right. And I didn't have enough sense at that age, being now 19, to just be like, oh, I loved it because it was from my girlfriend. Like an idiot, I was like, you could see how much I hated it on my face. Oh, God. How embarrassed I was. There were a million other people from the building, my friends that lived there, around. And my girlfriend, of course, became upset and disappointed because I didn't like this thing that her and this other girl paid for for the two of us. That's such a terrible idea. Eat, why, yeah. but it was like a dude. why would she think that that's like something that you? Love? I don't know. I really don't. I, I, yeah, but I don't then I the... felt bad, and I re- then I realized like, well, I'm such an idiot because my friend he was like he kind of laughed it off, like oh you know it was funny and blah blah blah. But I was like totally mortified at the time. Did she make it up to you anyway? No. Well, then I was the big asshole. Because uh, now flipped. I, yeah. yeah, because now I didn't appreciate what you did and didn't put the, you know, and like, like I said, I was 19. I didn't think that way at that time. Like, oh, right. I should just like it because she did it for me, which is, you know, I got that point afterwards, of course, of thinking of, oh, well, it's it's something nice. And, and then, if, you know, I said, oh, I appreciate it, which I, I well, I kind of did. I mean, I did. It's the, the thought was what counted. Right. But at that, that point in my life. In that, that was not how setting, you thought. No, I didn't. I don't even know if I thought like that even just as like getting a birthday gift or, or <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, like, you were like the kid that was like, uh, like, you know, the vine. Yeah, like if I got a like, shitty gift, I was like, this sucks. What the fuck is this? You know, the vine of the little kid opening up like a Christmas present and he goes, oh, an avocado. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> that was you as a kid. Oh, sure? da- absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember um, being a little kid and. Um, for Hanukkah, I'll never forget this. My mom, like back then, you know, you get like one big present. You don't get eight presents every night. I mean, it, you do, but you don't. You usually get like one giant gift mm-hmm. and then a bunch of little things, right? Yeah. So I don't know. It must have been like the third night of Hanukkah. I was like six or seven years old. My mom gave me a play shaving kit. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, as a lady, I'm seven. I go, this gift. I go, I don't like this. I hate this. Give me something else. You're like, mom, I'm not gonna grow hair for like, like ten years. And I remember, what I remember, the hell is this? I remember putting soap on my face, and I go, well, this is horrible. What is this gift? <laughs> this sucks. Why do I want to do this? Like a little spoiled brat. Right. Of course. And then, I will tell you that, that, that I got another gift one time. I was, I was like twenty. I think I was 20. It wasn't 21. It was 20. Because 21's a big one. I was 20 years old. And the reason I remember this is because it was my 20th birthday, and I'm thinking I'm getting a gift from my mom. I think my parents my parents were separated at that point. But my dad was still around, but not, you know, fully. And it was my 20th birthday. And I'm thinking, all right, they're going to give me like 100 bucks, 200 bucks, whatever, money, $100. $100 would have been fine. My mom's like, here's your gift. And it's a, it's a box. It's clothes. Which, as a kid, getting clothes sucks. Mm, I open up this box. I'm not kidding you. I swear to God. It's a Bart Simpson (laughs) t-shirt. With a Bart Simpson Simpson t-shirt. That was your 20th birthday (laughs) present? I don't know if it was from just my mom (laughs) or my parents. I think it was just from my mom. (laughs) And it's like, here it is. And and that, that was one of those when I went, oh, 
Banks. That's yeah, like, I, I would have been pretty disappointed by that. But yeah. I That's, remember just walking away going, what the fuck? It's, I'm 20 years old, and all I'm getting is a fucking Bart Simpson t-shirt? Yeah. What, what the hell is this? Come on, dude. That's literally yeah. the, that's the equivalent of getting like a pair of socks. Like, For, really? <laughs> that's on the same This level. is my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is $100. $150. I got like a $12 Bart Simpson t-shirt. Remember, this is like, I was 20. I turned 20 in 1990 when the Simpsons... Was like everything. I mean, they just it, came, it, just, it was yeah. the first season, mm-hmm. so the Simpsons were everywhere. It was the biggest thing at the time. But still, for my twentieth birthday, I thought I'd get a little bit more than a fucking Bart Simpson T-shirt. Right? Yeah, that's lame. That you is know? pretty lame. And they did make it up to me on my twenty-first birthday. They were gonna buy me a video camera, which back then video cameras were expensive. Yeah, that's you're, a lot you're, of money. You're talking 15, 16, 17 dollars. They got you a bottle and stuff. And no, no, no. They said they actually said to me, but at that point they were like, "Listen, we're going to get your video camera, go and pick it out cuz they like we really? don't know what to get. So you go and tell that's us really nice. which one you want." And I said, "No, no, no, no. I don't want a video camera." And they said, well, "What do you want?" I said, "I want a 4-track." And they were like, of course they were like, "What the 4-track?" I go, "It's for recording." Mm-hmm. Music, a four track. You can record things separately. And they go, okay. Well, how much is it? And then I, you know, I think it was at the time. This is now 1991. I got a four track that was a mixer and a four track, and it was like eight hundred dollars. Eight hundred dollars. Yeah. So that's pretty mo- good. Yeah. So it wasn't as much as the video camera, right? But of it course. was still eight hundred dollars. How much was like a good video camera at that time? Like fifteen, sixteen hundred. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for a VHS, because yeah, there was cameras that were like at that point. I think, like the mini VHSs might have just come out. I can't really remember, but that, they were still making video cameras back then, where you had to have the separate pack with a wire to the camera part. Mm. So oh, to get damn. a video camera, where you actually put the tape, the full size VHS tape into the camera, that's a lot. Was kind of like not a big yeah. deal, but it cost more money. When it's a hassle, right? And I mm-hmm. wanted that one if I was going to get one because remember I was into video, but I was also into recording, right? So I wanted the four track, and I ended up getting the four track. So that was a gift that you know they kind of made it up to me on my twenty right. first birthday for mm-hmm. the Bart Simpson bullshit T shirt. That's oh, pretty. Yeah. Uh... So that's a big rebound there. That's totally, your parents. That's pretty sad. <laughs> totally. Well, uh, this is the show where we talk about Frank Morano and the other side of midnight. <laughs> yeah, how long we, have we been going for? We have for? not. Uh, we've been 18 minutes. Holy shit. <laughs> right. We're just talking about Valentine's Day and shitty gifts, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. That's fine. Get everything you need to keep your pets happy and healthy at Menards. Feed your canine companion the best with chicken soup for the soul. Their dog food is made with real quality ingredients it provides well-balanced nutrition for supporting happy healthy pets explore all our pet products in store and on menards.com and check out more of our great deals going on now at menards last night was the state of the union address oh state of the union is what I hear when I hear State of the Union. Major boy. No matter who it is. Doesn't matter who the president is. It's boring and it sucks because here's what happens every State of the Union. The exact same thing happens. The one side, whoever the, whoever the president's party is and the, whoever the president is of the party, touts what they've done. 
right? And all the people in the party all stand, oh, yeah, great, wonderful. They cheer while the other half just sits there and does nothing. Then they all say, liar, liar, and they boo them if they don't like something. They boo the other side every time. It happens every time. And one of the things Frank talked about fairly, uh, he was fair with this assessment, was that it's ridiculous that people, these are elected officials, cannot behave and not boo the other side. Well, and it's it's not even just elected officials. These are adults. Well, that's what I mean. You know, it's, it's not elected even, yeah, adults, like, officials. Like, let's, let's forget elected officials. You can't even behave. You're you're a grown person, right? You can't behave like you're past the age of five. Well, <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with you? Well, um, when I say elected officials, it kind of goes along with not only are they adults, but like they're supposed to be held to a higher standard because they've been elected to represent the people, and you should show some I don't know some kind of decorum that you can sit there. And I, all right, you don't want to clap, fine. Don't clap. But you're booing, you're, you're, you're heckling the president of the United States. There still needs to be some respect. Not to go as far as Frank wanted to do as put a picture of the president in your house. Yeah, no, that's a little crazy. there Wait still needs to be some respect for the office of the president and the person who holds the office, whether you agree or disagree on their policies. And look, then the a party, the opposite, the opposing party always comes out with their response. And this year it was the governor of Arkansas, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, the youngest governor, 40 years old. How she got went from press secretary to governor. Is, That's a huge. I mean, well, her father was uh, you know, name recognition, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. name recognition, of course. So she comes out with the response, trashes the president. Which, okay, I understand. That's what you're gonna do. But I mean, she came out pretty strong, and this is my just opinion, I guess, to say that in a way, uh, probably the worst that that the opposing party has ever said that the president is unfit to serve. Yeah. Well, um, in her speech is what she said. And look, I understand there are people that feel that way. But there are people that feel like that ever since I would, I'm going to say since, at least for me, and I don't know, I, I guess people wanted to impeach Bill Clinton for the whole Monica Lewinsky thing. Yeah. But like the first time I can remember when they were like, got to get rid of this president was George W. Bush. Mm-hmm. So that oh, would have yeah. been 2000. And that was when it was like, He's horrible. Get rid of him. Impeach him for anything. Then it was when Obama got elected. Impeach him. Impeach Obama. Oh, Trump. Impeach him. Impeach him. Trump. Now it's Joe Biden. Every little thing, it's, oh, we got to impeach him. He can't be president. Yeah. There was two things here about this whole thing. One, the crowd of the State of the Union, it was like the best comparison I can make is like a Giants-Eagles divisional like playoff. It is. The 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 Giants come out if they're the home or the Eagles were the home team. So the Eagles come out, right? Whole home stadium is erupting. Giants fans are booing. Then the Giants come out. All the Eagles fans are booing, yelling curses and this and that. And it's like just total hatred. And it's it's football is obviously a whole different thing from elected officials. Right. So if you're an elected official, why the hell are you 
like Marjorie Taylor Greene, sit the hell down. Right. I mean, sit the yeah, hell, yeah, that yeah. screaming liar. What the <laughs> hell are you yelling at Daniel Jones of the New York Giants? <laughs> right. Shut up, like, dumb what dumb. What the hell is this? I mean, and, and Frank did say that. He compared it to a sporting event. And it yeah, is. It's it like, is. A, like a wrestling match. You know, you cheer for the for the good guy, you boo the bad guy, or you cheer for your, who you like and boo the other person or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's like. And it's these are adults. And it does set the tone for, you know, let's say you're in high school or even middle school and the assignment is you have to watch the State of the Union tonight. Because I can right. see that oh, being an assignment. I'm sure that was an assignment I in had school. at one point. Yeah. And now they sit there and they're watching – the President of the United States speak while the people that don't like what he's saying are booing him and heckling him. Mm-hmm. And to his credit, he did it like yell back. You know, people yeah, said, I Look, respected he, that. He said he had a little uh, a little pep in his step last night, which yeah. Joe Biden doesn't always have. Let's you know, be honest. Yeah. He's an old guy. Um, but he was yelling back, which, yeah, if you're going to yell at me, I want to yell at you. Of course. And and he, But he responded in a way that what made sense, and then and Frank talked about it, and he goes, "Well, actually, what he was saying was kind of true." Mm-hmm. When they were saying liar, and he's like, "No, it was actually true." What he was saying, factually, it was true. That's just the whole. That's the whole one side. I don't care what you say. Right. I disagree. Yeah, and I'm right. gonna hate you. And that's the nature. Of po- that's the nature of politics. Look, one side thinks one way, the other side thinks the other way, and it's only gotten worse. Well, then there's of nothing. Country. Right, and there's nothing wrong with having different views on how you believe things should go for the country. It's always been that way, right. Democrats and conservatives. Mm-hmm. I get that, but you still have to respect each other. You know, I always go back to when uh, when Joe Biden was running for president, and there was an interview. I don't think it was Jake Tapper. With Jill Biden, and she was talking about how Joe and John McCain they disagreed politically, total opposite sides. But their families were friends. They hung out with each other. Yeah, they went on trips with each other. Biden and Mitch McConnell. Yeah, even I mean th- these are got these are grown men that they might not have agreed politically with each other, but they respected each other exactly as yeah. peers, and they were able to get along. And I remember even when Obama and McCain were going at it against each other, there was a part when McCain was at a speech. And I remember this. Somebody, you know, he said something about President Obama. They booed, oh, boy, this guy. And McCain went, no, 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 no. We're not going to do that. Hell it was, yeah. it was, I remember it was, they said that he was like, um, like, Somebody Muslim raised a, or something. Right, somebody like Somebody raised that. a question because it was like a like yeah, a Q and A thing, right? Yeah, yeah. And he says, "No, no, no. We're and, not. We're not going to do that." Oh yeah, he, like, he, he shut it down. He went, "No, no, no. We're not doing that." And John McCain was a guy like we always talk about that we want to see in Congress, in the House, in the Senate. A guy who believes what he's doing for the people. He's not just going along with the party. Because that's what he wants, because he has to do for a re-election. Mm-hmm. They call them the Maverick for a reason, because he went by his beliefs. And if he believed it was bad for the country, he didn't vote for it, like he did with the uh, with Obamacare. Mm-hmm. And ruined the right. whole thing for Trump when they wanted to get rid of it. And, and McCain came out and cast his vote for, for to, not, to not get rid of it. Right. And right. everybody got on him. And they go, that's why he was the Maverick. And that's why a lot of people respected the guy because he stuck to his beliefs and said, "Look, I was. This is what I, I don't think it's right. I'm not going to go along with it because I need to because people are going to vote me out." And that's what happens. It's always happened to a certain extent, but now even more than 
ever. Yeah. If you don't go along with the crowd, you're out. You're out. That's what I'm saying. It's only gotten worse. The and, hatred and it, between the sides has the bi- only gotten worse. The bipartisanship is has gotten worse. Mm-hmm. Worse than I've ever seen in my lifetime. Well, Not no. that I was paying attention to politics <laughs> 30 years yeah. ago. I had yeah. no fucking clue what was going on. I can tell you right now, I remember like the Clinton-Monica Lewinsky thing. I remember it. I don't know the details. I don't know how big of a deal it really was. Like the intricacies of that, I really don't. I remember, oh, he got impeached. Oh, but he's still the president. He doesn't get removed. Wait, wait, why? I didn't fucking have a clue. Mm-hmm. I had no idea about right. any of that stuff. You just knew Bill was getting active in the Oval Office. Right. Exactly. Right. I, I know. I did not have sex with that woman. I remember that yeah. whole thing <laughs> and and the blue dress and Depends all that shit. Depends what it. Yeah, what are you talking about definition of sex? Whatever he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember all that shit because it was all over the news everywhere at the time. But I didn't know the intricacies of that. I wasn't paying attention to it because I was like, at that point, I was in my mid twenties. I wasn't fucking looking at that stuff at all. Which I don't think kids Mm -hmm. in their twenties are doing now either. No, they're not. They don't know what the fuck's going on. I mean, you guys know because you're here. You you work for WABC. That's all we hear. Right. So you're in that environment. It's part of what we do is to watch this stuff and to know what's going on. But if I was not here and let's say I was working at a uh, music station, no fucking idea. I would never watch the State of the Union address if I I wasn't working here. No. Ever. No. In fact, if I wasn't working here at night when it was on and I was home, I wouldn't be watching it. Hell no. (laughs) Yep. So it's uh, you know this is it's just not my thing. Now I could talk about it because I know about it, but it, it was my it's not my choice. I'm not a political type of person. Put it that no. way. Um, so Frank talked about the chiropractor and uh, b- bringing babies to the chiropractor. Now I'm no expert, and this is what I kept saying to Ken as we were wa- listening to Frank talk about this saying it's crazy to bring a, like, two-month-old baby to a chiropractor. And on the surface, yes, it does seem crazy. Yeah. But at the same time, I would think the chiropractor would know what they were doing. You it's would not like It's not like some dude on the street that's like, give me your kid, I'm going to crack their neck. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it is a, I, well, yeah, I guess yeah. they are doctors. They, n- no, they're not technically medical doctors. That's the thing but, with chiropractic. But they, they have to know they everything. They no, it's like chi- I think chiropractic is like a is its own subset of. I think of it's a science. license. I think yeah. you gotta get a license. You gotta get a license, but practice. you don't. But they don't usually have MDs. But, yeah, I, but and they obviously know the anat. They have to know everything about the anatomy in order to right. But I think work yeah. on someone's there's no body. doctorate program. Like like I know like for physical therapy, you could be a physical therapist. But you could also be like, I don't know if it's just a PhD or, but you can be called a doctor. Right. Well, I mean, I think that's therapist. like an, isn't that kind of like a. So the same thing. Maybe like an with MT, a, like an MD or something like I don't, that? I don't, maybe, know. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. But maybe sure. they get the same thing for chiropractors too, where I think, I don't know. Could Yeah, you're right. It could be something I, some, like that. Something yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, where yeah. you can be called a doctor or whatever. But anyway, I would think that doctors would know, but I got to say, would I, and they say that. You bring the baby to the chiropractor and it stops fussing, it stop, you know, it stops being cranky or whatever. And if it works, it works. And I would think that the doctor, the chiropractor, whatever, would know. But I'm, I mean, I'm not, I don't have any kids, but I, I can't 
argue with being a little hesitant. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. want to. Either. And bringing a two-month-old to a chiropractor, to me, especially if you're weeks old, I don't like. I don't think the body's developed enough. No, to not be at all. Experimenting with that. No, and I mean, look, I saw there's a video uh, that I saw a couple years ago on it was on TikTok of this uh, chiropractor cracking an old lady's like neck and back, and it's right. just horrific to like to see oh, it. Yeah. I mean I'm sure it makes her feel better. Yeah. But to watch them go like three, two, one and then like pull on her oh, neck yeah. as and hard as they it. can and you hear the loudest crack. Oh yeah. I mean that's horrifying. And imagine like if I mean if I was a parent and I saw somebody manhandling my baby like that, I'd be like, what the hell are you doing? Get away from my kid. Yeah, yeah I, I wouldn't think that would I, I wouldn't like it either for sure. Now that brings us to the dumbest thing Frank said today. Mm-hmm. And here it is. Sometimes I'll crack my wife's knuckles. <laughs> and there you go. <laughs> there you go. And that is another edition of The Darker Side of Midnight in the books. Remember, go listen to the podcast of The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano for the same day, which is February, what is it? February 8th. So you listen to February 8th edition of The Other Side of Midnight, the February 8th edition of The Darker Side of Midnight, uh, right here on wherever you get your podcast, because those two go together. Uh, as we say, as we end it every day, your influence counts. Have your pets spayed or neutered. Hi, it's Lou Dobbs for Priority Gold, America's precious metals dealer. These are volatile times with high inflation, soaring debt, wars on multiple continents, and rising financial stress. Central banks are buying gold to diversify their reserves, so are many Americans. Call Priority Gold and find out how precious metals can help you diversify your portfolio. They're highly rated and happy to help. Call 1-866-303-6357 or get a free gold guide at PriorityGoldGuide.com. That's Priority. PriorityGoldGuide.com